Yeah, so I got my my Daisy Dukes on. And, Do you? you know, yeah, let me just adjust my camera so you no, can see that. No, 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 no. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing Adam's Family after this. So I've also got all the goth makeup on. See, so that I'm more okay with. <laughs> I guess we'll just start. So we'll start with the Dukes of Hazard. It was created by Guy or Guy Waldron. I actually thought mm-hmm. I had mistyped it when I had GY. Turns right. out it's it's short for Guinness or something like that, but whatever. Oh, okay. Created by uh, Guy Waldron and Jerry Rushing. It lasted seven seasons from 79 to 85, 147 episodes on CBS. It stars Tom Wappet as Luke, uh, Luke Duke. Uh, John Schneider as Bo Duke. He went on, he played uh, John, uh, Jonathan Kent in Smallville. Oh, really? Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe that's why the name's so familiar to me. Yeah, yeah, the blonde guy. Yeah. Um, Catherine Bach, Daisy James Best did Sheriff Roscoe and Sorrel Book as uh, Jefferson Davis Boss Hog, because of course he's called Jefferson Davis. Of course he's called Jefferson yeah. Davis. What else could you call that character? Yeah, for, for those who don't know, that was the name of the the one and only president of the Confederate States of America. Yeah. But yeah, so it's in terms of like, I don't know, genre, I, I, what would you say, like action comedy? It's yeah. certainly not a drama. It's not a um, drama. It's not a sitcom. It like it it exists in that seventies era, of yeah, like adve- adventure comedy doesn't fit. Yeah, no, an action comedy, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess a little bit of adventure, except they never. It, apparently, in seven seasons, they never tell you what state they're in. Uh, just Hazard County. I think you can probably um, make an educated guess as to a handful of states that this show um, might exist in. According to Wikipedia, they say the closest city is Atlanta. So oh, I would okay. suggest Georgia, Georgia. I guess. Yeah. But if it's going across the border, then I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. Do you know um, what? Up like the, uh, apparently just the far northern reaches of Georgia get a little bit, little bit on the sketchy side. I've got some friends down in Atlanta that have described it to me. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a friend. Uh, she's uh, it's African-American. They live in Long Island and the family's from Georgia. And I asked, so what was it like? Says, there's a reason we moved. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's the one thing about this show that I guess bothers me a little bit is that they really play into the the Southern stereotypes. And that's not oh, always yeah. fair. No. Um, I guess we should probably actually say what it's about. Uh, it'd be a good start, I suppose. Uh, yeah. We even hey, we even have a uh, an outline this time. So we the do. basic premise is that you got Luke and Bo Duke, who are cousins, mm-hmm. and they are on parole because they were caught uh, doing a whiskey run because the family are moonshiners. Well, they're moonshiners, yeah, like going back before the American Revolution. Yeah. Two hundred years, I think they said. Yeah, something like that. And so they can't own guns, which explains why they hunt with bows. But I think part of that was also they wanted to avoid the sort of the violence in. TV crowd from screaming at them. Yeah. Uh, but it also means they can't leave the county. And they drive around in this muscle car. They call it the General Lee. Mm-hmm. It has a Confederate battle flag on the roof. And the yep. horn is Dixie. But it's funny because they're like they're really sporadic about how they portray the family. Like at one point they make it very clear they're not Confederates. They fight everyone. They fought the yep. British. They fought the Confederates. They fought mm-hmm. the federal government. They fought everyone over their booze. 
Yeah. But again, they drive in a car called the General Lee that has Dixie as its horn and a Confederate battle flag on the roof. Like, okay. yeah, it's it's a very confusing mix mash of exactly who the family is and what they stand for. And I don't it's they stand for what's right. Like, ostensibly allegedly yeah like <laughs> like they're very clearly like they're not racist they have a black friend we see very briefly in, yes the token uh, in, black in the friend does show up for about a minute i have well yeah but remember it's the it's the pilot right so we always yeah. have to be a little bit forgiving yeah that's true you know jesse is sort of a god-fearing man uncle jesse who's clear mm-hmm. has got about three days worth of of education to him he's a moonshiner <laughs> and you know he's very like he's I won't say he's devout, but he's mm-hmm. like he has no problem being a moonshiner because they pay taxes on the barley, yeah, or the the grain or whatever. Yeah. But he won't cotton to no gambling. Yeah, because you don't pay taxes on gambling, yeah, and, and that's a vice. Yeah, because liquor's not a vice, right? Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> well, it's you know it, it's. I think I mean there's no way that they're sort of unaware of the tongue in cheek nature of this that for sure uh, you know how convenient that he's okay with the moonshining he's been doing for 200 years mm-hmm. or that the family has and of course the whole story of the pilot is about what to do with these stolen slot machines and you've got the sheriff Roscoe and he's corrupt as hell and he's pretty much in the pocket of Boss Hogg who's the county mm-hmm. commissioner and look in a lot of these country counties the county commissioner is second only to god yep like they're super powerful and boss hog is as oh he's as stereotypical as you get he's actually kind of gross he's incredibly gross he is he is where the image of the big white cadillac with bullhorns on the front comes from and a dude in a white suit with a gallon hat yeah exactly and you know sheriff roscoe is a hick who you know has to be elected because in the states they elect their sheriffs and stuff like mm-hmm. that and daisy is you know she's a strong independent woman but because of what this show is there's a lot of tna in this oh show. yeah yeah 100 um, percent. it reminds me a lot of a series two series of movies you may or may not have seen one is called cannonball run mm-hmm. and the other is called smoking in the bandit they're all yeah. uh burt reynolds movies which they reference in the show <laughs> yeah. and it's very clear they were because those are very popular movies they're awful but they were popular in their day and it's mm-hmm. broad caricatures, a lot of TNA con, uh, car stunts and good old fun. Yeah. That's, um, that's kind of one of the the real bits that kind of sticks out with this is the good old fun. The good old boys is yeah. the way that it, it meant never mean and no harm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, there was one thing, there was a line that struck me to the point where I actually rewound and listened to it twice. And I mm. wrote it down. When Bo, the blonde, is talking with this girl he likes who had come back from college to work on an orphanage, and he says, I live here. I choose this life. Not because I don't know no better, but because I believe it is better. And I found that, like, I, that really struck me in a positive way mm-hmm. when he said that. Because they went, you know what? These people aren't caricatures. I mean, okay, yeah, in the show they are, but... I was worried going into this show because I saw it as a kid, you know, the odd episode here and there. Sure. Um, I was worried that this would be nothing but gross Southern stereotypes. And some of it is. And yet the Duke boys are nice people. Yep. Daisy is kind of a ne'er-do-well. You know, she's a wild child. Yep. Jesse is just some old coot. And mostly they're fighting corruption. It's kind of... Robin Hood 
with a southern draw. Yeah, I think that they even mentioned that specifically at some point in, in the pilot episode. I think in you're one right. Of, uh, in one of Waylon Jennings' voiceover moments where he describes yeah. them as the southern Robin Hoods or something okay, like that. Okay, so who's Waylon Jennings? Because I know the name. Waylon Jennings, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, hang on, I need to fact check myself, but I'm 99% confident that it's Waylon Jennings. Who is, yeah, but who is Waylon Jennings? Uh, he because, was, go ahead. Uh, he was a country music singer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I liked the narration. I thought it was great. Yeah, it is Waylon Jennings. Okay. okay, he's he's also the singer of the uh, the theme song. Oh, okay. But yeah, he was like uh, just this perpetual, you know, classic heartache country artist. Oh, the, um, yeah, my dog done died and my girlfriend done left me. That's yeah, sort of, yeah. He's like iconic for you know good country music. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. To, well, to hey, the extent uh, that you, I'm sure, don't consider much country music to be good, but. Not my thing. It's, Amongst you know. country music aficionados, he is one of those classic great musicians. Oh, okay. Well, The Legend of the Lone Ranger, which, of course, is a movie we covered in another podcast. We came from the 80s. The music was done by Merle Haggard, who was, mm-hmm. I think, same sort of thing, right? Like, yes, very much so. Generation earlier. So what did you think of this show? Like, based on what you saw, did you like it? It, it definitely does a good job as a pilot. It leaves a lot of... Uh, a lot of room for character growth. It does mm-hmm. a really good job of setting up all the characters to be very endearing. And I mean, yeah. it is it is a 49-minute episode. It's an hour-long yeah. runtime with commercials. Yeah. Um, they Pretty do standard. a great... Yeah, they do a great job of making uh, the Duke boys uh, likable and they're fun and they're it's exciting to watch the car chases. Uh, you get your, your, your balanced out with that with uncle jesse and you've got something for the guys with uh daisy and then obviously her character develops out further than that as well mm-hmm. you get a, a like i said a really good cast of characters i would love to know what the dukes actually do for financial gain now that they're yeah. not running moonshine because daisy works at the bar but we don't know what they do for money outside of that yeah i i think that would have been too much to show Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. I that's something that I'm sure they expound upon later in the show. Um yeah. but it it does a good job of being exactly what it is. It's not it's not trying to be, you know, a high intellectual show. It's no. a fun show about a bunch of people from the country jumping cars over manure trucks and yeah. um Well, uh, I think they're ha- racers. I think they're racers. And maybe that's how they make their money. Because first off, the general Lee is set up as a racer. The doors are welded shut. There are roll bars inside. Well, yeah, it's set up as a shine running car or um, a bootleggers car. Yeah, but I think they also do racing. Do they? Okay. Because there was a, in the fifth season, the two actors had a contract dispute and left the show. And so they announced, oh, you know, right. Luke and, they brought in Luke their and cousins. Bo have gone to, yeah, Luke and Bo have yeah. gone to NASCAR and here are their two cousins. Yeah. And then halfway through filming the season, they they signed a new contract. And without any explanation, the two, they were back, apparently. <laughs> and then, But the, in the meantime, it went on for, you know, the rest of the fifth season and two more mm-hmm. seasons after that. Like mm-hmm. seven seasons, that's a lot. It's a lot. It like at, it, at its core, it gives you exactly what you ask for on the team. Yeah. It is the Duke family of Hazard County doing dumb shit. Yeah, but but moral, <laughs> but moral stuff. Like I said, they're they're yeah. Robin Hood, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it's funny. I get it. I when going into this, my worry was that this would be just Southern uh, mockery. The Southern mockery. Let's go with that. It it feels like Southern mockery. Someone had once described Big Bang Theory as nerd blackface. Yeah, and this is kind of that. Like it's look at these yokels. 
mm-hmm. but a show like that couldn't couldn't survive seven seasons if it leaned that heavily into really gross stereotypes. Yeah. Because, you know, this isn't like it is now where there's 500 stations and a show is thrilled if they get a million viewers. Yep. Back then, the show had to do well. You needed yep. millions of viewers. CBS put this on at a time it was meant to attract kids and adults. I mean, look, the kids are in it for the hijinks. The adults are in it for the hijinks and, you know, the TNA. Let's be honest. They're there to see yep. Daisy. Um, Absolutely. And they do joke about some of the stereotypes. Like one of the, in the first scene where you see Daisy, well, I think Bo says, if you weren't my cousin, I'd marry you. And she said, never stopped anyone in our family before. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's sort of a wink and a nod to the Southern audience. Ha ha. You know, we know you're not like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's. I'm I'm sure that it is. It handles everything very even-handedly for every time that they have look at these southern people doing southern people stuff. They've got another really endearing trait or quality mm-hmm. to kind of balance that out. Yeah. Uh, I think that they like it's it's definitely a product of its time. I don't think oh, that yeah. you could touch the Dukes of Hell. Like I mean they tried with the uh, the movie back in like 2008 or whatever it was yeah, that they did with Johnny Knoxville, but it was just, it was nothing. Yeah. It came and went. I saw, I remember seeing the, um, the trailer for it and I thought, well, that's a movie I'm never going to watch. Mm-hmm. And I never did. And, and it sort of came and went, but I don't think it was intended to be like a, a jumpstart for a new franchise. No, uh, I don't think so either. You know, it's, and you're right. I don't think they could pull that off today because you'd have people screaming bloody murder. It's funny. I was, I was walking to the store earlier today and I was thinking about this and what to say. And, you know, this, these, some of these awful mm-hmm. Southern stereotypes. And I remember there's a long running story, which turns out to be a lie. And I think Roddenberry himself used to tell this story uh, because shock of shocks, he liked to make shit up um, mm. that in the episode of Star Trek, where Kirk kisses Uhura, of course, famously the first interracial kiss on TV, he used to tell the story that the censors were worried that Southern stations wouldn't run the show and that Southerners would complain. And it turns out that's all BS. It never happened. The, the censors didn't care. Not a single station said boo. In fact, they got exactly one letter about the episode where Kirk uh, kisses Uhura. And it was something like, well, I'm from the South and we don't do that down here. But who could, but, you know, how could Kirk resist kissing a beautiful woman like Uhura if she's in his arms? It was like, it was a positive. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. And, and I, I keep thinking that, you know, these stereotypes, they're kind of gross and it's way too broad in 2023. It would never shake. No, it's very much a product of its time. And I'm not sure for any number of reasons if you could pull it off. But I know people who speak very fondly of the show. Absolutely. I can't say it's glorious, but it is. It, it was fun. You know, it's, um, it's not glorious, but it certainly became a fixture in pop culture. Oh, yeah, it was a popular show. Hey, seven seasons. Absolutely. You know, so go ahead. Uh, you you still have, you know, just, just little bits of iconography that are recognizable to this day. You know, uh, an orange fastback car generally gets recognized as akin to the General Lee, and, and Dixie is not really associated with um, Confederacy and just now associated with the General Lee. And well, Daisy I mean, Duke. Was, the song Dixie was sort of the unofficial national anthem of the confederacy Mm -hmm. southern democrats were called dixiecrats yeah you know um but 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 you're right like it's it's it's, for a lot of people it is just associated with the car 
Yeah. It's associated with the car. We specifically refer to short shorts as Daisy Dukes. Daisy like that Dukes, is just yeah. it's it's become ubiquitous in society. Am am I gonna sit down and go back and rewatch the whole seven seasons? No. But am I glad that it happened and think that it went on to, you know, great critical acclaim? Absolutely. Yeah, it's funny because that's sort of the final question I guess we'll ask in every episode. I mean, we'll come back to other stuff. But now that you've seen this, if I handed you, you know, a flash drive with the whole show on it, would you watch the odd episode? Would you do a Netflix style run through it or are you done? No, I'm I'm good. I think that. Like, I don't have any particular ambition to go back and watch it. It's it's cute. It's got fun stories, I'm sure. But there was nothing about the pilot that made me go, I want to know more about this setting. Yeah, and that's kind of where I am, too. Like, I, it's interesting to see this. It's a show that I'm sure I've seen the odd episode. I mean, I was, mm-hmm. I was four years old when it started. I was 10 years old when it ended. I assure you, I've seen some episodes. I was certainly too young to appreciate the presence of Daisy Duke, uh, who (laughs) always finds a reason to be wearing nothing but a bikini. Of course. But but again, that's very much the Burt Reynolds, Smokey and the Bandit, Cannonball Run style. But without the cruelty and the meanness that those shows had. Yeah. And not that gross misogyny. I mean, not that they do her any favors. Look, she was chosen for her body as much as anything else. But they weren't gross about it. She's not. Daisy Duke is not putting out. She's... She's a wild child, but she has a she self you know she has self respect. Mm-hmm. She has a good heart, just like the, the rest of the Duke family. Yep, and I appreciate that. But uh, production values, I thought they're pretty okay. Yeah, I mean they you know. they do a really good job of hiding the stunt drivers in yeah. each shot. <laughs> I'm sure that they probably slapped a wig on someone when they're supposed to be Daisy, and they. I'm sure. Uh, that you know, I I think that for a sitcom of the seventies or a, a whatever we're calling sitcom, it, comedy, yeah, comedy, comedy TV action, show of the seventies, yeah. it did great. They looked really good. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, the car itself, like it's remember this is well before CG, well mm-hmm. before. Oh yeah, they did some pretty decent stunts on a television budget. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure that they ran. I'm sure they ran through dozens of those cars. I have uh, no idea, but uh, yeah, I. It's not like the Batman car from Batman 66, which can go like five, five miles an hour or something like <laughs> yeah. that. This looks like it's like, it, I mean, obviously you can tell when they speed it up. It's always yeah. very obvious, but most of the time it looks like they actually did these stunts. Mm-hmm. The one thing I noticed the show did that drives me nuts, but it was very common for shows from the seventies and eighties is they give you a trailer at the very top of the episode. Yeah. Like, well, you think I was, I, I'm tuning into the Dukes of Hazard. You don't have to entice me. Just give me the show. <laughs> and what it means is you're sort of, you're waiting for them to go through all of those barriers because mm-hmm. you saw it. Yeah. You know, they go, go through like five or six barriers in a row and you know, this is going to happen. You know, we're going to see her in her bikini, stealing a car and you keep waiting for it. And I, I think that sort of takes away a little bit, but I think the television audience was a lot less sensitive to the idea of spoilers than we are. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think that that really even quantifies to be that spoilery per se. Yeah. It shows some action scenes. It doesn't, it doesn't tell you the the whole story. It doesn't tell you exactly what's going on. Yeah. It, it gives you some, Oh, I want to see them do this stunt in like full, uh, full time. Yeah. Uh, 
it's funny because I remember Star Trek The Next Generation used to do, you know, advertisements, essentially trailers. Next time on Star Trek with like three A's, <laughs> The Next Generation. And they were, and they would give you a preview. And of course I watched them because I was a kid. I didn't know any better. Now I hide, like when Star Trek Strange New World comes out, I don't want to know anything about the episode. Don't yeah. tell me anything. So I have to hide from previews. And on the day that on Thursday, when it pops, I have to hide from the internet until I get home that night and can watch it. But it's a different, these shows were not about surprises. You'll never guess what happens in tonight's episode. (laughs) If something wild's going to happen in tonight's episode, you know about it a week in advance. Yeah. And there's probably a, you know, a a newspaper article about it, but uh, yeah. So we already said, you know, you, you're, you're one and done. I'm probably one and done too. Did, um, did your wife watch it with you? She did not, unfortunately, oh, okay. no. I figured that'd be one. I'd be curious, considering where she's from. I thought she might find it interesting. You know, I oh, might well. sit down with her and watch it at some point. But yeah. again, not high on the priority list. <laughs> I, I think enough. that that's about all I got to say about the Dukes of Hazard. What about yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. I want to get the hell out of these Daisy Dukes. They're a little uh, snug. And oh. um, yeah. Oh, sit back down, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're still gonna have to find a way to start and end this. We show, do, but, yeah. We we yeah. need we need some but, kind of a tagline. Yeah, but uh, we'll figure it out. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the law will allow. Just a good old boy. They wouldn't change if they could. Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood. Yeah.